1: how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner.
2: It's the Score North Twin
1: Show.
0: All right, let's fire up that burner here, Dex. We got hot stove updates. Well, oh. yeah. Speculation So say the twins have been in no danger of uh, leaving that propane on because they haven't really done anything yet. This is the score North twin show here and we have an immaculate grid. We don't usually get to do the weekend immaculate grids, which are the most fun and easiest to go low on because we just like we'll do like the Monday, Tuesday one, but we're going to pick the Saturday one and see if we can go low on it. So stay tuned for that. But gentlemen, here's the updated transaction scoreboard outgoing from the Twins, Sonny Gray, maybe their best pitcher, Kentamaeda, Emilio Pagan, gone, 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 gone. Andrew Stevenson, playoff roster, backup center fielder, gone. Mm-hmm. Tyler Malley signed with the Rangers. Also, Michael A. Taylor at this point hasn't signed anywhere, at least I haven't seen in the last 24 hours. Uh, Donnie Barrels, all, all these guys are either signed elsewhere or are free agents. Uh, but the incoming list of players who've joined the Twins is... and. No. Nobody. Just nobody. So far. So, uh, waiting for the first transaction. Reckless Are you saying they've spent
1: $0? Yeah. In, in fact, free Jeff, Jeff Passen like had Yankees? the graphic.
0: Yeah, well, the Yankees, yeah. The Yankees but have spent $0, Soto. but they did land Soto yeah. in a trade. Yeah, uh, yeah Jeff Passen put out the graphic of you know, here's the money that's being spent in free agency so far by team. You know, Dodgers, $700 million and all this stuff. And there's like six or seven teams, the Twins are one of them, that have not spent a dime through the first six weeks of free agency. Nor have the Twins made a trade. Like some of those teams, the Yankees have made right. a trade of right. epic proportions. Yeah. So um, I think the biggest nugget here, Declan was sending us some stuff before the show, just to update on where the Twins stand with off-season player movement here. John Morosi has two updates. Number one, the Twins continue to have conversations about Max Kepler and Jorge Polanco. Those guys are very much still available as they were a month ago. I love when like a report now resurfaces. He's like, oh, I'm hearing these guys are available. It's like, like Derek Falvey says, hey, can you just remind the baseball world that uh, Max Kepler is available as he has been for the duration
1: of the last three years? Just free breaking news is, is great. <laughs> it's sort of like pizza, right? Like, it's like, that pizza was good. Oh, wait, there's a couple slices left. Well, they're cold, but I don't care. They're still good. Let's put that news in the air fryer. Yeah, That's That's Kepler and Polanco. It's like, hey, I got some Kepler and Polanco left. Oh, that'll be breakfast.
0: Uh, But Morosi does, I know that he covers, over his career, he's been very tight with the Blue Jays front office and, I think, ownership group at times. So he has sources with the Blue Jays. He did add to that report that the Blue Jays could make some sense as a trade partner for a Kepler or maybe a Polanco. So we've at least advanced it to that point, but I don't know your thoughts on Kepler and Polanco still being on the
2: trade
1: block here. Go ahead, Declan. You, you throw your two cents in.
2: <laughs> well, with the blue Jays, you know, last year, I thought it was wild that, you know, they had guys like Matt Olson, in that playoff series hitting like eighth for them. Like I, Matt Olson had it down a down year, but Matt Olson on 90% of teams is probably hitting like four or five. Like on paper, that blue Jays lineup is still really good. I don't know if Kepler or Polanco necessarily like pushes it over the top, but you know, you need depth. You need as many players as you can. You need platoon players. So I can see a situation, I guess, where that would make sense. But in terms of all the starters on their staff that are still under control, like uh, I know Ryu is a free agent this year, but they're not going to get one of those four main starters. Alex Manoa was a complete disappointment last year after an all star season in 2022. I, I don't know if I would be able to take a flyer on Manoa just for Kepler or Polanco services. So I could see it, and Rossi hinted at this too in that report. They'd be trading those assets in Kepler and Polanco to potentially use it still in free agency. It's not like Kepler Polanco is able to gonna be able to fetch you a frontline starter, and we can probably just answer that they won't. But could they get you, you know, that fifth starter, a back end guy that can you know help solidify starts and innings in your rotation, maybe? But I don't know if there's anyone in the Blue Jays starting rotation that you can get for Kepler or Polanco.
1: Here's, yeah, I, I think Declan's right, and it, it's it's Matt Chapman, right, was who, who batting eighth for the Jays in that uh, playoff oh, series. He was, wasn't in the he? Series, yeah. yeah Olson's with with the Braves. Olson, awesome. yes, he, really he's the too. Braves. Yeah. He's the former A who's a Brave. Right? But anyway, I uh, I agree, and yeah, I mean, I think if you think that that poll. Polanco or Kepler are going to get you a bunch of, you like, oh, man, the return's going to be great. It's probably not. But, yes, you can you can then free up some cash to make it a move. But the Twins are making it very clear, and, I mean, I don't love this, but unless we do get a significant trade, and I'm going to tell you right now, it would not be the type of trade, in my opinion, that's Polanco or Kepler. It would be a Julian type of trade. Unless the Twins make a significant trade, I think, I think they're going to stick to what they said which is for the most part they think they have internal replacements available interesting yeah um like it's becoming more and more true and and i'm with dex totally i think if you believe you know kepler Polaco, those are going to be big trades i think that they are more um and look they're fine players okay so i'm not trying to to denigrate them as players but i think that they they are more um uh, drain claw guys and if you can trade them you free up you basically free up the drain uh but yeah if you're gonna see another lopez type of trade i think that's probably going to be a name that might not be a name twins fans want to see go and i don't know with the concerns about Kirilov that it's going to be him it might be it might be a player that we all think has a far bigger role and doesn't have injury concerns going into next season
0: you know you know what I would consider here, and again, we don't. The problem is we don't know right now because we're we're kind of thinking, oh, could you trade Kepler or Polanco or both for current major leaguers that could jump in and be part of your rotation? And the reality is, I feel like, <laughs> go ahead, Declan, get your screen back, unblurred. There Come on, go.
1: there we go. There you go. Nice <laughs> work. Nice. Oh, my God. that was a little bit scary with yeah, your face. You so have to censor, right.
0: censor out Declan there yeah. for the YouTube audience. Um, I think it's going to be really hard to take Max Kepler and get like a number three starter in return for, for like one year, 10 million teams are in any other year team. More teams would have the ability to take on a million dollars of a good, but not great outfielder and Polanco with the injury concerns. Is there a way that you could eat some of that money and get prospects in return? And again, I'm not saying you're going to get someone's number one organizational prospect, but hear me out on this. If you can't fill Sonny Gray's shoes or cleats, apples to apples one for one, <laughs> you still have the trade deadline in July to make something happen. I w- I would be I wouldn't love it. It would be nice if they would go out and at least spend a little bit of money on like a one year reclamation something or another. Like, get another body in here so that so that you can send um, Louis Varland to the bullpen. Right. But could you get a little bit more profit capital, and maybe you eat some of that money for Polanco and Kepler and just, can I get an extra three or four prospects so that I have more of a prospect pool to trade from in June and July? If you can't do it one for one right now, could you at least right. feel better about your prospect collection so that, all right, when it comes time in July, we got to pull the trigger. It's not going to hurt as much. Cause at least we got those four guys in
1: trades for Polanco and Kepler, you know, C- certainly a possibility. And, and here's the thing too, that that's been weird is, Um, and we've talked about this extensively because of the uncertainty regarding all of the bally sports teams, you know, it has been unbelievably quiet. Like Cardinals made the gray move. There are moves that the Dodgers obviously who are in a different TV world are being incredibly aggressive. The only central team that's made noise at all, Kansas city. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting because they're a bally's team and they clearly are, and you know they're not huge moves but they're nice moves I, yeah. I mean i think that they're bolstering their team but it is it's it's intriguing to look around baseball and realize like it's easy to be upset w- with the twins and i'm i'm not going to blame fans if they are but the lack of activity as a whole is really astounding
0: it's it really is. quiet and it yeah and it probably shouldn't have been like surprising cuz you know like half the teams lost a big chunk of TV money and there's, and there's just no structure to the offseason. but I don't know. So, but that is, it's breaking news for us. And that that's literally the first time in three weeks that there's been a new report about something twins related. So they really, at this point in most front offices shut down from like sometime this week until sometime after the first of the year. So you're going to have a two week period that's dead too during the holidays. And so the twins at this point are probably just going to chill until Like the next deadline here is is spring training, right?
1: Thanks baseball. There's a lot of fun. (laughs) So
0: I would, I would say this it's easy not right now to sit here and, and rip the twins because they haven't, they've lost these players. They haven't done anything, but a lot of their big moves, like the Josh Donaldson contract, for instance, right? Like not that that worked out well, but that happened in correct. Like late January. I want to say correct. So there's still plenty of time for things to happen. And now that we're this far, it probably makes sense even for like agents and players to wait until there's a spring training deadline. So you might just have to, unfortunately twins fans, you might have to just sort of chill for a few weeks until something happens.
1: I'm not mad at the twins right now. I am pissed off at baseball. I'm, I just, I mean, I just, what are you people doing? Find a structure that allows this. Like, I don't think it's now I, there was a time I get it. The players push back. You're not going to have a salary cap, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And there, there was a time where I'm like, okay, that is hard to get around, and it still is, but when you see every other sports league embrace the offseason now, and the NHL does, the NBA is marvelous, the NFL is king of this, right? It pisses me off that we sit here and like Otani gets done. Okay. That's cool. But get everybody him, said dad, get him, get their But ass Everybody and... said when Otani's done, we're going to get moves. We're going to get moves. What have we gotten since then? And you're right. You know what? Shut down for the holidays. I don't give a bleep, but have some activity. Yeah. As a baseball fan, this pisses me off. This is, this is now the new, the new pace of play problem. In my opinion, <laughs> pace of off season. It's ridiculous. <laughs> You're shooting yourself. You are basically volunteering to spend months being irrelevant because of your structure.
0: Yes. And they're probably not going to change it. (laughs) No, but I mean, I'm pissed
1: about, but I'm pissed about it. It's a game I love and they've done a lot on the field. I think to help it, I think, you know, I mean, Dex, Dex is what? 20, 23 years younger than me. And so like, we should have nothing in common perhaps when it comes to sports especially baseball because I'm the old guy and he's the young guy but I think we're I think we are perfectly aligned in this whatever your age you want activity
2: yeah off season stuff get something moving here i mean yeah oh. it, and it's it's uh it's more frustrating because i know there's People like also mocking like oh do you th- the Royals think they can win the Central the Ro- the Central's up for grabs still like oh, yes dude, the Twins wide open the Twins 100%, 100%. might be the favorite for sure but the Central is up for grabs it's awful 100%. so good for the Royals to try to spark something you know like in those moves you know they went they won like fifty four games last year they were atrocious are they going to be in the conversation have they improved their roster yes they have improved their roster so I think yeah. that's what's also frustrating you see a team like the Royals who are like making. Some, some some substantial moves to at least try to put them in a, in a better direction. And here the Twins sit, losing their starting pitcher, bullpen guys, having questions around their roster still, and everyone just saying, oh, but they're the favorites to win the Central. Well, you better start strengthening that case because other teams are going to start coming too.
0: I'm going to I'm just going to I'm going to chill. I'm not going to get mad at the Twins. I'm worked yet up until I'm not training. mad at Twins. I'm mad I'm at gonna baseball. Call Santa. If here's it also this, if the Twins report to spring training and Louis Varland is the fifth starter, then I'm mad. Because now your now your team is on paper officially like you're taking what I think could be one of your better relievers. I think to me it's like the Louis Varland line if if you want him to be your number six it's like emergency, Mendoza, start, it's fine. It's the
1: Mendoza line, yeah, it's your own personal Mendoza line, the it Farland is. line.
0: I want him to be in the bullpen. I want That's your good. starting staff to be deep enough so that he can start in the bullpen as like your seventh inning flamethrower. And you got two months to make it happen, Twins. Two months yeah. until pitchers and catchers report.
1: Yeah, get your act together, everybody.
0: Yeah. So okay, let's do an immaculate grid challenge here. Shout out to our friends at the grand. This is the grand old game, right? The grand <laughs> old creamery with a couple different locations. So most folks know that the Grand Ole Creamery has been iconic in the Twin Cities as a small-batch, handcrafted, ultra-premium ice cream parlor with over 300 flavors and 32 on hand at any given time at their St. Paul Grand Avenue and Minneapolis Cedar Avenue locations. Uh, What you might not know about this third-generation, family-owned and operated delicious dessert destination is that the taste of the Grand Ole Creamery, with 14% butter fat and locally sourced dairy farms, Is incredible. So check them out. Uh, You can stop in one of the two locations, Grand Avenue in St. Paul, Cedar Avenue in Minneapolis, Grand Old Creamery, and just for the holidays, eggnog and winter wonderland flavors as well. And if you spill any of that ice cream on your floor, your carpets, or if your house just needs a deep clean, regardless, Zero Res is here. Yep, that's the answer. There's no better way to deep clean your house than with Zero Res. They have a 4.9 out of five star review on Google with 17,000 reviews, which is incredible, incredible positivity from the Zero Res customers. Uh, if you ask for the Scorner special, you can get three rooms zero resified, starting at just $129. Three rooms zero resified, $129. That's nine five two zero res or zeroresminnesota.com. You must ask for the Scorner special. Spell it forward or backwards; it spells the same. Zero Res. So Declan and I love the Saturday and sometimes yeah. Sunday editions of the grid because they get they hit you with a bunch of wacky categories and you can go really low on some of these. And we have one here that Judd's probably going to hate, including a new category.
1: I looked at it this morning when you told me about it, yeah.
0: So you've been thinking on this for a couple hours. So we're looking yeah. for a red who hit 30 homers in a season, a red with a gold glove, and a red who was born outside the U.S. 50-state cluster. A red sock who hit 30 bombs in a season, a red sock who won a gold glove, and a red sock born outside the 50 US states. And then we're looking for someone who pitched in a game who also hit 30 bombs in a season. That's an interesting one.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Someone who pitched in a game and won a gold glove. So that's Absolutely. a wide one. Yep. It's any gold glove pitcher. And then someone who pitched in a game who was born outside, or a player could be, yeah, you're right there. I got a good one, I think, for it. Who was born outside the 50 U.S. states. So that bottom right one is literally like any foreign pitcher that pitched ever. So we can go real low there. Uh, Well, hit us with the one, you have one for what, the goal glove? Goal
2: glove and one game pitched. Brian, Is this
0: going to be a position player?
2: Yep. Brian Dozier. Won a gold glove with the Twins at he second. Did he, and did he did pitch in a game. And he did pitch in a game. So <laughs> nice. Now,
0: the, he also would fit the 30
2: home run and pitched in a game. True. He also did that. I also believe, though, another twin option for that square, uh, Michael Kadire has pitched in a game. and I Cuddy in
0: a game one time.
2: Cuddy yeah. does have a 30 home run season mm-hmm. to his name. So there's a, and, and if you guys really, I mean, you can go potentially with, like, former Twins relievers in these outside squares oh, that we yeah. can think of. So there's there's actually a lot of Twins options, in my opinion, here. Mm-hmm.
0: So, okay, the Do- the Dozier one could go in either one of those. Yep. Judd, um, did any other Twins players, just to keep it on Twins here for a fun second, any other Twins players that pitched?
1: And had thirty, and had thirty plus home, home runs, runs in, a, in in a season. Well, if, I think, yeah. Go ahead.
0: Okay, let's the Kadir Dozier thing. Uh-huh. If we, you're saying if we did Dozier because Cuddy never won a Gold Glove. No. He was kind of a thumper in the outfield. Yep. Dozier did.
2: Yep, Dozier did. <laughs> let's do. Let's start there. Let's start there. Okay, Gold Glove, one pitcher, Ryan Dozier below, point oh three. Oh. Nice.
0: Okay. And then the Cuddy. I'm just trying to think of other. I mean, that's pretty obscure for the.
1: That's yeah, good.
2: The yeah. I mean, greater I'll, masses outside here. of I like, like twins fans and like maybe Rockies fans.
0: Babe Ruth is going to be the biggest answer there, right? I think so. Uh, Albert Pujols once pitched in a game toward the end of his that career. They threw him in as kind of a, a fun deal.
2: That
1: was funny. That's yeah. gonna be. I, I bet Cuddy's going to be the lowest. Let's do it.
0: Let's do it, come on, Cuddy. I love you. Can just type in Cuddy. Point two. There it is. Nice. I don't it remember did. the opponent, but I I I'm, I remember I him like getting I was out. in the. I think it was a home game, wasn't it? Probably. I feel I I feel like I asked him questions in the post game press conference about he going out there od- and
1: oddly, like Domit did. Oh, Cuddy you know, was nice. Dyer was
0: a great no, I know. human being. Yeah. I know. He was a real nice guy.
1: Corner locker guy.
0: He was a corner. Locker Got guy. tired of the locker room too um who are the let's 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 keep it low here on the bottom right yeah who are the most obscure foreign pitchers you can think of i mean we've thrown a few out i've given you some from my beat writer days like as merling vazquez right yep was a guy they acquired in a trade that's a great one
2: uh jc romero denny's reyes, reyes um big sweat big sweat
1: uh i mean who who was the uh garces Rich Garcis. Garces. Another big man. I mean, there's a ton of good. There's a ton of great choices for this. Who
2: was he? Uh, Lester Oliveros was another one. Wasn't John Roush from Canada? I don't know. Maybe he was. He
1: was. He was was, was from Mars. I thought. Yeah, he's
2: six foot ten. Canada
0: does count for sure. For these, it counts. Did Luke Hughes ever pitch in a game? Australia. (laughs) Yeah. So I mean, the two the. The two that I would throw out there are are from beat writer days. Lester Oliveros or Esmerling Vasquez
2: is like, I mean, Dennis Reyes is great, but. Did he pitch for the Reds? I think I have a good one for the Red Sox. You know guys remember um, they traded him a few years Rich ago. Rich Garces pitched for the Red Sox, right? Yep. Okay. Uh, remember yep, F- Fernando Abad? Yeah. They were like the He's bridge bod, reliever. Abad, man. Abad, They yep. traded him to the Red Sox in like 2018. So that would work. Um Let's do, uh, let's go. Okay. So this is outside. I have outside highlighted, but I can go any other one here.
0: I'm just trying to think of what, we're, we're trying to go low here. So I'm right. trying to think of where to, where to put these chips. Um, can we, let's just, let's just burn the bottom right one. And just, you guys pick either Lester Oliveros or Esmerling Vasquez, because those are so obscure. Yeah. And Vasquez then we can,
1: is, I'd say Vasquez is going to
0: ESMER. Uh, I would go his... Well, That's there you go. Vasquez yep, right there. third.
1: Yep. There it is. Yep. That's going to be so low. Oh, my God. Point
0: zero. Yep. Zero, 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 seven. 0.007. No, I mean,
1: yeah. I cannot yeah. remember. And then there's the so
0: same. many options. Okay. So, for Red Sox, you mentioned uh, Fernando Abad. It's a good one.
1: Old school would be Lu- Louis tiot who was Louis from Tiat. Cuba. The former Rich train. Garces, right? Are we Rich sure Garces. Is Rich
0: Garces? No. We got to be careful too because it's possible that like Rich Garces is from California or something and uh, we're just being, you know,
1: we're baseball profiling here. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're insensitive because of names. But Fernando, see,
0: Fernando Abad is.
2: Yeah. Abad. Perfect. Abad. A-B-A-D. Yeah, I Abad. remember him. It was not pretty. It took me, low. 0.
0: 0.06. 0. 0.06. So we have 0. 0.2, 0.0. We're at a total of like 0. 0.3 right now, or, or so we're not even to a half percent. All right, did any of these relievers... uh, I got one for Reds? Okay, I got Reds one for it. For... It might be t- you tell me, but I he, I had him on my fantasy team for like three years, and he would have worked for Red Sox too. Willie Mo Pena was Ooh. a thumper power hitter from like Willie Mo... 15 or 20 years oh, ago. Oh, yeah,
1: first baseman, right. Wasn't he like a uh, huge he would
0: kind of first baseman outfield but really yeah.
2: a DH playing in the National League is probably the best. Wasn't way. he like a absurdly hyped prospect too? Was William he? Opeña? Yeah, or like a big international free agent signing or so I I remember. Probably. There was some like I mean, he
0: hit like 100 some career homers, but yeah, like it's 15, 15 years ago. ago. Okay. If you guys have reliever, I mean, Jose Rio would work here for Red yeah. for oh, uh, uh Red. That's the way Red's I of, but Red's Twins Edinson Volquez? Edison Volquez. But that's a, he, Edison Volquez was also one of the best pitchers in the league for like. Is there years. any. Is there any. Uh, Shinsu Shin Chu. Shinsu Chu. Once
2: played. Shinsu Chu went. Yeah. Rangers. Reds. Indians. And. He was with the Guardians for a long time. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. On base machine. Um, He was okay. also really good for like 12 yeah, years. So it's really hard good. To... I think Willie Mo or. uh, uh You say Edison Volquez. Oh, no, I might be. Willie Moe might be our best bet here.
0: Okay. Willie Moe, just be
2: under if you're if
0: he can if we can keep this under like three percent. There's so many gotta be so many options.
1: Willie Moe, uh, it's Willie Mo. there you go. Yep. Come on, one one percent, one percent, nice, one percent. That's nice, what's the
2: sample?
0: <laughs> if we knew the Red Sox or if we knew the Reds better, we could have we could have picked whoever I the there's
1: someone there yeah. as now Merling
0: the, Vasquez equivalent
1: was there. Yeah. But. Now the Reds. Thirty home, thirty plus home run, old 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 school would be Ted Kluszewski. Oh, who okay. Who wore cut-off sleeves with no undershirt?
2: I was gonna say. Are we good on that? Yeah, I was gonna say Jay Bruce, but that sounds yep. way more rare. What about just
0: to throw another name out? Uh, what about Eric Davis? I think Kluszewski's probably going to be more obscure than.
1: Yeah, Eric Davis was really. I mean, I think he's still in reds lore i think reds fans are going to pick Eric ken Davis. griffey
0: jr yeah. adam dunn like
1: i mean bench and those guys yeah oh, but i mean they're, they're
0: huge those guys are house let's go names. old school let's go old school ted kluzowski come on be under five there he is are there even i can't even try to think of red. the reds are not always oh, like four. four percent four, four percent
2: That's. Yeah.
0: but i don't know like some of these the like with the reds It's funny because they've been around for since the 1870s. Yep. But they, considering they've been around for 150 years, they don't have like that many prominent players. Unlike the Red Sox, for instance, who
1: they do from the 70s. They do from the 70s though. That's fair.
0: If you want to go old school again, we've used this guy before in the power categories for uh, for for 40 home run and for other things. Jimmy Fox would be a Jimmy Fox, a Red Sox option love the old you could schools. go like jim rice judge brought jim rice to the table yeah. the, I, my feeling with like the modern ones is jimmy fox. any sort of ortiz manny ramirez yeah you know these guys are gonna be too high
2: jimmy fox yep there he is two percent two percent
0: dude didn't adrian beltray mash for yeah, a, year like and, a year and a
2: half there or,
1: something? or
0: he, I guess he could work as a gold glove. Did he win a gold uh, glove? I don't
2: think so. He seemed like remember. a butcher. Could be wrong on Adrian that. Adrian Beltre? Oh, Beltre. I thought you said Adrian. I was thinking Adrian Gonzalez. Did, but Beltre might. But he only spent one year there.
1: Oh, mm-hmm. um, Dwight Evans, maybe, the right fielder. He had to, have won a um, to win a gold glove. Like Veritek. Like a
2: did Veritek win a gold glove? I
0: got a reputation. Yastrzemski was a gold glove player back uh, in the day. That might be high.
1: Gold Gloves. Yep. I think Pedroia Dwight, won one. But that dude, might be high. Yeah, Pedroia is pretty prominent. Ellsbury. Name Dwight The Evans. Older we can go here with the Gold Gloves. Yeah, the probably the better. Rick Burleson was their shortstop, the Rooster. But I don't, and he was good. Rooster. He was a good fielder. But I don't remember if the Rooster won a Gold Glove because <laughs> there there were some. Because that's back when baseball was great. Glove shortstops who didn't hit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mark Belanger <laughs> for Baltimore is the prime example, and he did win Gold Gloves. Euclis? All right, what do you get, Kevin Euclis? The
2: Greek out of Greek got of walks
0: and, and scoops.
2: I think he, I think he got one or two. I feel like he did. Yuke might be good. I would, Yuke Veritech are ones that come to mind for me. If if we
0: can go, if Judd feels good about you but said if, Dwight uh, Evans, Dewey Evans, yeah. But I mean, if you feel good there, I'd hate to say,
1: but I'd hate to sabotage. Well, this. let's save it. Let's save it this, for drama. Okay. This great. Let's go this, to the re-
0: let's go to the Reds one here, where Scott Rowland yeah, one a gold glove ones. I was thinking Rowland,
1: yeah. Barry um, Larkin, Johnny Bench. No, that was no, I was after. Yeah, Bench. Glove. No, no, I think mm-hmm. you're right. I think Bench qualified. Gold, gold glove started when, like the 50s. Uh, yeah, then Bench 57. One won one. Seven. Bench 57. won a few. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm sure you're right on that. Davey Concepcion, a short, maybe. I don't know. Ooh, Dave Concepcion. I hate to throw around shortstops though, because there's so much. I think I think Roland there. might
2: be our because he like he just had a pit stop yeah. there and he was good, but like, he's not remembered as a Red. Okay, true. Roland.
0: he won. Yep. I'm pretty sure he won Gold Gloves at. Uh, well, for sure, but he was one of the only ones to win it at two different places. Did he also win? Did he do it three different places? He might
2: have. He was. Awesome. Did he do Phillies Reds was,
0: and St. Louis? He might. Yeah, yeah. He was. He might have. He might have been a three stop Gold Glove guy. All right, but that's yeah, three percent. Three percent. So let's do it, Dwight Evans. I don't know. Real quick, before you type this in, what are we at right now? We need. Can you erase that? So we're at four two. We're at six nine percent ten. 10. Uh-huh. We're at we We're under eleven percent right now. This is, best, this is pretty damn good, Dwight Evans. Don't include me. All yep, y- Dwight Evans. We are including you. You, on, you one time. Let's go. Let's go. And
2: yeah. Dang. What yes. was he at? Seven. Seven percent rarity. Seven percent. Okay. But
0: that's still some of these. There there might not be like how many Gold Glovers are there at these teams, right? You might not be able to get I a point five percent. Twenty. Twenty. So twenty three and and dude, so forty four combined Gold Glovers in the three hundred years of history between those two ball clubs. Wow. But oh. the Gold Glove only goes back to fifty seven. But still, that's pretty good. Job, guys. Good job. Peter.
2: All right, next work.
0: Pedro. So Pedro Martinez got 12 percent on Did the. You pick literally any foreign player who picked their. Game.
2: Thirteen hundred, <laughs> almost fourteen hundred wow. options. So, it'd be pretty hard. Yeah, I mean that's that makes sense, I guess. That's
1: hilarious. Hey, had Babe, had you there? guys seen the the story on um, because it, it was, uh, the clip was retweeted this weekend about when David Ortiz got released and how Pedro was in the restaurant. When Ortiz got the call, but released by the by the twins, by the twins, yeah. When the twins released him, Ortiz was at a table. Pedro saw him, and it's like, "What's going on, buddy?" Blah blah blah. And Ortiz was sort of down a little bit. And then he gets a phone call, or, or no, he's on the phone, and and he's like, "I'll talk to you. I'll talk." To you. Yeah, it was the twins, probably Terry, calling to say, "We've released you,"
0: and so it's calling to say, "You don't hit the ball the other way,"
1: and so he you don't gets hit the, ball the, so the phone call. Of- so Pedro goes and sits down and says, I saw Ortiz, and, like, his head went down. Yeah. And, and he's like, I've never seen this guy sad in my life before. They told me so i got to
0: keep the ball on the ground.
1: So he went back to him. And it's like, what's up, my friend? What's wrong? And Ortiz is like, the twins just released me. And Pedro God. Martinez goes, that's great news. And he comes on build the phone. A with he calls Theo Epstein, the ownership at the time, called like four people and said, we got to sign this guy. He's like, this yeah. is the greatest thing ever. You got released. God, it I is, had never seen that before.
0: It is the, I mean, the, the Babe Ruth being sold for like $100,000 in whatever year it was, 1921, by the Red Sox, the Yankees, was forever viewed as the worst baseball transaction. At least the Red Sox it's got $100,000 for Bay Ruth. And like a play, right? The Twins didn't get
1: anything. No, no they just sold him. No, no. Suppo- supposedly, the owner of the Red Sox was trying to fund a play called No-No-Nanette. Oh. But but that has now been refuted as being an urban legend ah, and not true. Okay. But they, but Phil's right. They got money for it. Money the Twins out. got nothing. At
2: least there's no. a theatrical Lee Croy. production. You know that We didn't get into that. The Twins even.
1: got Matt LeCroy. Or they kept him because of that. They
0: didn't get him. They kept him. They got No, but I'm saying they they picked him. They elevated Matt LeCroy. Yeah.
1: They were like at a beauty pageant, and they picked LeCroy.
0: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that happened in Twins history. Hey, good job today, guys. 11% on that grid. Nice work, guys. Appreciate you guys hanging out with us. These off-season episodes of the Score North Twin Show. We'll hit you with a random twin later this week.